Announcement. The revolution will not be televised. I repeat, the hemp revolution will not be televised. Welcome to the Hemp Revolution Podcast, the global hotspot for the buzz and the cannabis. Hear the secrets of the green rush from the dreamers who are writing the rules, innovating business, and changing history forever. Immerse yourself with the fascinating stories from the leaders in the hemp health revolution to learn how we are changing the game. Now here's your hosts, James Brinkerhoff and Sonia Gomez. Sonia Gomez here. Super excited to be with you on another episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast, where we are sharing and telling the stories of the incredible entrepreneurs who are pushing this industry forward. As you know, it is our mission to share with you the truth about cannabis and hemp so that you can make educated, empowered decisions about how you want to care for yourself, the people that you love, conditions you may be suffering from, or otherwise preserving that incredible gift of life that you already have and get to enjoy. If you are a person looking for products that you can depend on to deliver the results you're looking for, check us out on medicalsecrets.com. And if you're a budding entrepreneur or established business owner in this space, and you're trying to break through the inevitable glass ceilings, check us out at theemeraldcircle.com for resources, relationships, tools, tips, tricks, and a little bit more of me to help you get through to the success you're looking for in this incredible industry. In today's episode, I hope you guys are ready. little drum roll. Mr. Mike Andress is going to be our guest, and he is a graduate of the Temple University Fox School of Business and has been an entrepreneurial leader with over 34 years of executive management and experience specializing in business development and relationship selling. He directed the operation of multiple technology companies worldwide with an emphasis in life sciences, healthcare, regulatory compliance, sustainability, alternative energy, information, technology, and security. He also plays Clark Kent and Superman in his spare time. <laughs> Just kidding. I brought my jokes to today's episode. Mike was the past chairman for the regulatory committee for Bio 2005 and was voted top 101 CEOs by the Philadelphia Inquirer. Mr. Andrus has been responsible for global business development and the go-to market strategy for multiple companies. He has brought on uh, he was brought on to increase market share and assist CBD export to become the foremost platform supplier of cannabis oil, crystals, and derivatives in the global cannabis market. Guys, we have an exciting story to tell here today. Put your hands together and help me welcome our good friend, Mike. How's it going? Well, thank you so much, Sonia. What a wonderful introduction. All of that just means I'm an old guy, right? So. <laughs> All about good looking. You're still good looking. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that very much. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. I'm really happy to have you here. Super amazing things that you're doing in the industry. I want to thank you ahead of time for all of the ways that you have pioneered this global marketplace. Um, But before we get started, all good intros aside, straight from the horse's mouth can never be beaten. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background and how you got into this space? Sure, sure. So I'm 58. As I said, I'm an old guy, right? So started in the computer business, graduated from the Fox School of Business, which is Temple University in 85. Was in the computer business till 
92. And in 93, I started my own company, technology uh, management. And uh, with little luck and a lot of hard work was successful. And I've morphed the career since then. And over the years, about seven or eight years ago, got into some sustainability, global sustainability and became a hydroponic um, and aquaponic expert and build a company. And uh, through that, those relationships is how I landed here in the cannabis hemp CBD business. So it's a really exciting wild, wild west as of course you're experiencing and everyone else, but I'm grateful to be here. And I, by the way, I loved your intro where the theme of the day is really helping people. And that really comes through from you and all of your other podcasts. And, and I want to stick with that vein as we go through with some of the craziness in supply chain. It's really all about the real people in this industry are, are homeopathic and looking to make a difference for people's lives. So congratulations and thank you for that, sticking with that theme. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, I, um, one thing that I feel most businesses are lacking is authenticity and not just in this space, but in most industries, uh, you know, there's so much posturing happening in, in the space just to get the business. Um, I think that we lose a lot of the authenticity. And so the way that I approached anything having to do with this industry, um, cause honestly, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, if I was going to be involved with cannabis marketing, I would have been like, hell no. <laughs> I was, I was a beauty consultant. I was working for, as an educator for the Paul Mitchell company. Um, you know, I was into hair and makeup. That's what I like to do. And, and, and I, because of my own personal transformation that happened using cannabis, I was in a near fatal surfing accident and had to go toe to toe with both the legal and medical system, literally almost lost my life. Um, and because of this holistic neurologist who was on his way to retirement and is as as a 79-year-old doctor, um, he introduced me to my endocannabinoid system, taught me about microdosing hemp and cannabis, um, phytonutrients, um, taught me about mind-body balance and finding my new 100% as an injured bird. Mm -hmm. And that's really what kicked off my public advocacy or, or um, being an activist. And I use that term lightly because I know that there's a lot of people who have bled for this industry. Um, but that's that's where my, my passion and my verver for this comes because I know firsthand what's possible here. And I, I want to do everything that I can to ensure that the efficacy and responsibility and professionalism of our industry earns the trust it deserves, but also that the people who need it and want it understand how to properly use it so we can instill the faith um, in, in this progress that, that is required. So thank you for acknowledging that. And I'm so proud of the work that we're able to do. And I'm really excited to find out, um, more about how you are helping this marketplace grow globally. Sure. Sure. And by the way, congratulations. I did read your story and heard about it, uh, how these cannabinoids and your microdosing at first, it gave you a little bit more mobility and then a little bit more balance. And it was really great to hear your healing story and to look at you now, apparently, with what you've gone through. So you hit on something earlier that I think is a key point that I think everybody in the street wants to know. And, and we recently, and I won't mention the show, but went to the big CBD show in Miami. And we took our entire team down. And instead of having a booth, we kind of huddled before the show and we decided to really dissect the show 
And we went down every aisle and literally interviewed and talked to 500 and something vendors. And at the end of day one, we all converged and talked about that at the end of day two. And we had a theory, the 2080 rule or the 80-20 rule, that about 20% of those vendors slash vertically integrated suppliers were legit. And so walking up to a booth, talking to someone saying, hey, how are you? And then they said, well, we have this, 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 this. And they kind of menued us. We immediately felt disconnected and that it was just a retail sale and they couldn't tell us what was in it. And um, the packaging could be beautiful, but was suspect about the integrity. And after the first day and second day, we really calculated out. It was about 20% of the vendors that we went to and said, hey, how are you? We introduced ourselves and they said, before we tell you what we have, tell us what you need. What problems are you experiencing? Or what um, uh, would, what um, homeopathic uh, discovery and what remedies would you like to provide to the marketplaces? As somebody that you know is a family member, what, what vein are you working in? And when we got to know those vendors, all of those vendors and then not the other knew where their hemp came from, what state it was from, where it was harvested, was it organically certified? How was that uh, supply chain from the farm to the um, extraction lab? How was it extracted? Was it hexane, ethanol, CO2, non-solvent? And we really found that there are true players in this industry that are concerned of where they source their raw materials from, how they produce their finished materials, and how they introduce that to the marketplace. So what everybody sees in, I guess, the trade rags is true, that there are a lot of imposters out there. And we are uh, only working with companies that we vet, that we know have not necessarily blockchain, if you will, but have that uh, uh, story to tell us where everything originates from and what they're interested in. So... um, and supply chain, by the way, is the big <laughs> unknown right now where we are trying to fix the broken broker network. And of, of course, I will annoy a few people out there. But what we find is that the farmers who are the meat and potatoes of this industry, they've spent the money in the farming equipment, the cultivars, the genomics, the genomes, everything to be able to produce a good product. But they might have a friend of theirs that they <laughs> was in the business for 10 or 15 years before it became legal, and they entrust this person with a multi-million dollar intrastate or interstate supply chain deal. And that has caused a lot of problems because these folks, as genuine as they are, have not done any big commerce before. And I think that's what's happened over the last, as you know, two years with 2018 and 2019. So we want to bring some efficacy to the marketplace for supply chain to be able to be farm direct, extractor direct, you know, lab direct and manufacturing direct, that each of those entities have a trusted resource and they know where their product set is coming from. And I think if you asked anybody, they'd raise their hands and we'd have a kumbaya moment and say, wow, that's the biggest thing. Where is this product from and who's representing it? You know, and and why is a lawyer getting a commission? 
<laughs> I like how you threw that in there, a the little cherry on top. I, I, and I have a little trophy here that's got a unicorn on it because I'm a unicorn killer. But, uh, you know, that's so, <laughs> so for all my supply chain friends. But but it's been a really crazy year, as you know, and I, I will, I'll let you ask the next question. But there's a whole set of things I think we could really talk about that would be uh, scintillating for the for the audience, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I really want to get into this because it's an, an ex- extremely relevant topic right now for, for the industry as a whole and really instilling confidence in both the business owner and the consumer, this ripple that's just happened. And it truly is just a ripple. I've been, my husband and I have been in this space for about 35 years. So there's not there's not too many things that can shake me to my core. And this is just one, one more ripple in the, in the wave pool. So at the same time, people who have invested everything into starting, you know, or transferring their legacy farm into a hemp farm or acquiring property and emptying their savings and really betting the bank um, on getting into this space because of the green rush hype around this industry, you know, there, there's a lot of stake, um, a lot at stake right now. And I was just talking with somebody who is, um, head of the FDA committee and regulatory, um, parties for the FDA, um, also sitting on the board of the national, um, hemp association and other significant associations here. And they were talking about what's about to happen from a regulatory perspective. I would love to hear how CBD export is supporting these businesses and supply chain to, um, again, instill confidence in how this industry will grow. Supply chain is one of the top three challenges that the thousands of businesses that I've spoken to on this, on, um, in this forum and other forums, supply chain, marketing, advertising, um, merchant processing, and banking solutions. These are the top three. And then we'll throw distribution in there as a fourth pillar of challenge. How is CBD? <laughs> Absolutely. And by the way, um, uh, the the services, the merchant services market is just horrible and finally coming through. And we have some brands and I won't or will mention whatever you want to say, but some fabulous brands that we believe in that have a following that's unbelievable. And then all of a sudden they've got all these orders and they can't process it. Then they finally have to go to Square or, uh, you know, somebody else to do it. And it's just been a real challenge as far as merchant services go, but I have some incredible resources I'll share with you. I hate to see that happen to reputable brands. So I'll share a couple Fantastic. of Fantastic. And we've got a brand in Pompano beach and uh, she uh, won, you know, three uh, cannabis cups early on. And, you know, the story was a young woman, you know, tying herself to a tree to legalize cannabis. But, but those are the, the people that are the evangelists yeah. that have stayed through the storm like you have. Um, that know we're doing the right thing. So let me give you a little on the supply chain. Uh, and you talked about the marketplace. Uh, a year ago in Kentucky, it was $4 a percentage point. Easy. For really good, you know, uh, high CBD content hemp in Kentucky. We work in Kentucky, North Carolina, South Carolina. We've got great farmers, Oklahoma. There was a story about 20,000 acres that tested out at 4.5 or 4.7. And I'm not sure which New York hedge fund that was, but man, (laughs) so much of money came into this uh, uh, field that 
that wasn't educated, that were taking hedging the bet on just, hey, we're going to, we're, we're hedge, we're high risk, high return people, we're going to put all money into it, rather than really looking at the cultivars and the genomics and understanding that people have grown hemp before and getting a seed that grows equatorial doesn't necessarily go great in Oregon or vice versa. So to watch last year where uh, there was an excess and then, boy, as you saw the months go through where there was nothing left, um, prices were high, they were difficult. There was a lot of unicorn deals, but the deals that got done was that everybody in the group wants to get the deal done. This year, I'm sad to see the brokers dropping the price so significantly for no reason to kind of do a run on this market to where the farmers just felt that they had to just get rid of this biomass to just cover their costs. And uh, if you've ever seen my LinkedIn, you know, I'm totally against that. And I'm saying to people, why are you so happy when you're saying, oh, I've got it for a dollar ten or a dollar five? Let's not sell it at that. Let's keep the f- <laughs> seriously, let's yeah. keep the farmers intact with all the equipment, the, all the technology, all the, the people power that they've done. So as you know, the ranges, you know, there's a dollar thirty-five, there's a dollar ten. I heard this morning, right? The 27th, the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, I've got a million dollar deal in Colorado and I need it for 75 cents. And they're gloating about it. And I'm uh, disassociated. I can't believe it's that low. So, so I yeah. want to yeah. pipe in here on that note. Please, please. Did you see the monstrosity of the first hemp auction where people were leaving? Nobody came. Nobody cents a I did. I did see that. And, you know, look, I try to read as many trade rags as I can every day with, you know, FDA and cannabis and, you know, and by the way, we don't touch anything hot, right? So we stay compliant, compliant at that haha point oh three for Delta 9. So we're out of Canada. So we're in Montreal, Canada, CBD Export Global, but we are truly a global company. Well, the Canadian stocks were doing wonderful. They have plummeted. Supply is drying up in Canada. You need to be an LP. So it's licensed producer to licensed producer. Very difficult to do commerce in Canada. And of course, um, interstate and intercountry from Canada to the US is, is really difficult. One thing that we're really proud of is we just uh, cultivated, no pun intended, a new relationship with the largest low cost volume provider of of hemp products in South America, in Colombia. So we are now shipping from Colombia to Europe. And then obviously there's a lot of different uh, triangulation that needs to be done. Hey, if Canada needs something, they can't get it from the US, but we can send it to Europe and then send it over. No one really knows (laughs) what's happening with this. So what we've done is we are all experts, subject matter experts. We have relationships with international shipping companies that will guarantee secure conveyance, right? So we give our customers some peace of mind. So we're working nationally and internationally, and we've got one of our partners who are from the Bahamas, and they're probably the best human beings in the world, have a huge grow in South Africa. And we have been selected to be their supply chain. So we're looking right now at what is the best product set 
to be able to supply chain to who and for continued success, right? Everything is a flash in the pan. We're doing this. I mean, CBDG, um, I was looking at, you know, $100,000 for a kilogram of certain CBG isolate. You know, it's uh, unbelievable. So I think a lot of people in this market still don't understand it. And what we try to bring is peace of mind to the farmer that we'll be able to represent them properly. And by the way, we take a very single digit margin, which is exciting to the farmer rather than trying to gouge them again, as I was mentioning earlier, aha, about we have a lawyer and the lawyer is getting points. No, we don't. And, and if you're working with somebody and your lawyer is getting a commission, I would suggest that you stop working with that organization. It's just immoral and unethical. Yeah. So we, so, What's really interesting about our model that I think is exciting, and we talked about it before that I'd like to instill, not just for us, for CBD Export Global, but everybody to implement, we're farm direct, we go from farm to lab. We are then lab direct to lab to the manufacturer, whether that be isolated CBD or distilled CBD or full spectrum oil. We take a very thin margin, and then at the end of the rainbow there, we have a new platform coming up. We would like everybody to be up on our platform. And again, single digit margins to be able to present everybody's wares that are ethical and moral in this business. And so instead of trying to make all that money up front and that margin, we've really reduced that across the board. And it's been a very, very attractive model to um, our farm uh, um, lab and manufacturing partners, vertically integrated partners as well as our investors. And so with a new co-packing facility uh, in the Northeast, we'll be able to attract a lot of brands that are currently white labeling under laboratories that may not be compliant as the FDA spread their wings and, and, and is going to come down and shut down a lot of these backyard stills <laughs> or a lot of these labs that quite honestly were home homemade, home built, and they're not putting forth the effort to become DEA, CGMP, FDA certified production facilities. So that's that's a mouthful, I know, but that's really the current state of affairs in the industry. You know? Wow, it's incredible to hear from your perspective what you're doing and the problems that you're solving. <clears throat> I, I will express my gratitude for that because I know how challenging it is. I'm watching in a lot of my social groups where we're part of um, a mentor community and supporting a lot of these brands. And I, I just read this message that left sort of a pit in my stomach from one of our members who for the last two and a half years has been white labeling a product. They've been doing really great. And in the last three months, especially moving now into the new regulation are really starting to suffer and are having to just blow through their inventory in order to move into, you know, mm-hmm. whatever their next move is going to be for it to remain compliant. They've built and established this brand, but now the supply chain is a significant challenge for them and it may put them under they're losing a lot of their investment right now. And and another thing is that's really um, outrageous is the amount of um, the minimum quantity orders that you have to get from any one of these manufacturers who do have the CGMP and, you know, all of these different certifications. 
they're requiring a minimum of a thousand, three thousand, five thousand unit orders. And for a new startup or even established business, holding that amount of liability when there's so many peaks and valleys of this industry is really challenging. So yeah. We've partnered with a couple of manufacturers who have all of the certification. They're doing artisan, you know, um, products. So five gallons, 10 gallons at a time do not require large MOQs. And it's been really nice to see, you know, people get their feet wet and not have to carry a huge amount of liability to be able to invest most of their capital into building the brand, building the community and marketing and advertising. Without that, I mean, there's, you don't really have a business, right? And if you don't have the capital to do it, it's even a bigger challenge. You have a pretty extensive history in marketing, um, technologies, all of these different things. (laughs) How are you helping to, to bring those that experience, that knowledge, those skill sets to the growth of CBD export? Sure. And that's a great question, by the way. You kind of answered it is, is the partnerships that we are developing with labs. We want to work with labs that are eager to get CGMP certification, not the ones that are snubbing your nose at it. And, and we work with current uh, CGMP labs and there are some in Colorado and there are some in California, you know, there's, they're yeah. few and far between, but they have become smart working with us because what we're interested in is we're telling them that we've got startups. We shipped isolate from Colorado last week. Uh, all the things we jumped the hoops into New Jersey to a startup for them to get a hundred samples to send out to other people that were interested in, you know, white label, right? So they've got their own brand and they're going to buy white label granular from this person. Well, guess what? We didn't need a lot of product. And the lab that we worked with, who's a big name, you would know them 100%, was willing to work with us on pricing and availability for a smaller amount so that this new brand could manufacture their samples, 100 samples to get out to those so we really are um, looking for partners that are willing to be flexible when it comes to that. And by the way, we've heard just the opposite. Like you said, oh, uh, here's the price for a thousand kilos. Well, a thousand kilos, that's great. I see another unicorn with a rainbow over it. <laughs> Let's, as far as marketing is concerned, we are marketing our expertise in secure conveyance and supply chain. So if you need to get product A to look from location A to location B, that's great. And I get a call every day and say, Mike, I've got hot oil. What can you do for us? We can't do anything because we are compliant with the auspices of the United States of America, federal. So we're not touching anything that's not compliant with THC. And that was the smartest thing we did. And we'll continue to do that. So we do a lot of counseling we do a lot of work. And with our new co-packing facility, wow, we've already got a lot of brands that are coming to us to say, Mike, can you co-pack for us? 109,000 square feet, solid dose, 2.2 billion annual solid dose. And we're working on time release. Uh, you know, this is a really big, already a DEA CGMP facility. So it's going to be wonderful to do that. And, and like I was mentioning, one of our favorite, favorite brands in Florida she came to us a little while ago, really concerned, saying, our manufacturer isn't doing any isolate anymore. And, and for s- specific products that they have, that's them. 
but what we really see is this full spectrum product set that is giving the entourage effect. And you can probably speak to that. Those are the products that I think are the real winners these days that have that entourage effect. And, and my saying, and I don't know if I created it, but it was funny. I might've heard a piece and then pieced it together. CBD doesn't make you, THC makes you feel a certain way. CBD makes you not feel a certain way. So you don't feel that anxiety. You don't feel that pain. You don't feel that angst, you know, and, and it takes away. And with that entourage effect, I think that that hits on a lot of areas in your life and your body homeopathically that you don't even know. And a lot of people have really done amazing things with it. So, so we're excited to just help out in the industry and, and we're a credible resource for supply chain. Yeah, love that. <clears throat> I can speak to the entourage effect, although I won't take a ton of time doing it. I am a firm believer and promoter of the full spectrum at the very minimum, you know, broad spectrum. I believe that God made this plant as miraculous as it needed to be in order to create and cultivate the results that so much, that is making this plant so popular and really to go mainstream um, right now. And separate from whatever happens scientifically in the body, for those of you who are listening and considering getting into the industry and are trying to understand what formulations or base you should be working with, let me just explain it like this. GW Pharmaceutical and Big Pharma already have and own the patent on cannabinoids, especially isolated cannabinoids. GW Pharmaceutical specifically owns the patent on CBD isolate. So with... Um, Epidiolex and all of these different isolated products that are on the marketplace right now released through Big Pharma. <clears throat> a lot of you who are have a base of, of uh, CBD isolate in your products are going to be running up against the big boys in the industry a lot sooner than any of the other folks who are using a, distil a distillate broad spectrum or full spectrum product. Beyond that, the science already shows that the entourage effect is the real magic to both activate and continuously nourish your endocannabinoid system, which in fact is keeping the body into balance or bringing the body into balance. You can research a lot more science about that on medicalsecrets.com. Um, PubMed is another really great resource for you guys if you want to take further interest in, into the science behind all of that. But please know that, full disclaimer, science is in its absolute infancy when it comes to um, studying this particular plant. Look at any studies that are coming out of Israel because they are the world's foremost leader in any of the scientific discoveries or investigations on how cannabinoids are working with the human or mammal bodies. Um, Sonia, Sonia was at the tech transfer conference in um, Tel Aviv last year, and we're in constant communication with a lot of companies now in Israel that are doing cultivation and, and the experimentation in the endocannabinoid system, as well as everything else that you talked about. Um, it's just like you said, at, at its infancy. And I just stress to people that are getting into the industry or in there, talk to a reputable source about supply chain, about pricing, and about how you go about manufacturing because it's very expensive. And another big one that we didn't touch on was the THC remediation. We have a solid, solid partner that has a location in Florida and Texas. They are the manufacturers. So they're a tech company that manufactures 
extraction equipment, and they have the most elegant CHC remediation out there. And it's no secret, everybody needs it. Yeah, that's <laughs> <me> right now. <laughs> so, so if anybody's interested in that as well, but but those are some of the things that we are working on, and some of those value added things that we provide as a supply chain company, strategic partners. We've got brands that we rely on that have gone against ten people, my family, trying CBD and not having an effect, and then I say, "Here, try this," and they go, "Wow, that's unbelievable!" Why? Because that person and the brand specifically selected uh, the profile, they did the formulation properly, they understood what they were doing, and the results are night and day. And we will continue to be ethical and moral and keep the line, toe the line on margins in this business that I understand it's commoditizing, but it doesn't have to commoditize where there's a run on the bank like 1929, if everybody held the line a little bit, they would understand the value of the equipment that everybody spent, the science and the lab and the farmers, right? So we as a company, CBD Export Global, support uh, and help the farm, the lab into the manufacturing. So it's it's we're excited about it. And we do it 18 hours a day. And we have probably the best team of educated people in the world and proud to be representing them and happy to be in the business. It's well, I can tell that you're in 2020. <laughs> I can I can tell that you guys, if you are any caliber to gauge what the rest of the team is like, it's it's I'm certain that you guys are um, at the very top of your game. So I, I appreciate oh, I appreciate that professionalism and also the passion. Um, coming into the close of our interview here, we also we always do something what we call the words of wisdom, and I'll start by asking you from your perspective, and everybody has their own answers. For you in your particular business model, and I'll just give you some context here. Um, in part of my mentorship groups, we talk a lot about the different ways for you to get involved into the industry, how you can A, get a job um, by developing new skill sets that are relevant and necessary for the industry. Secondarily is how to add CBD to your existing um, businesses. And then finally, how you can start your own business. For you in all of your professional background and expertise coming into this new and exciting industry, being able to apply your you know many years of experience and success into this space and really helping to solve real problems that are in this space, inevitably so you still came up against challenges in building this business. What are some of what are two or three of those key challenges that you've been up against right now? Well, I think that 2019 is still a shakeout year since the farm bill, December 2018, right? We can't hide that fact. But I do believe firmly, as my group does and as our investors do, that this will shake out. And when it shakes out, I think there's going to be a, a strong set of manufacturers, a strong set of labs. Uh, I think that to, to first of all, gain entry in the business, do your homework. There's internet, there's Google. You could, you could sit uh, and look at uh, uh, videos for a week and really understand things. And if you're interviewing, find out what you're passionate about. Are you into the agro part of it? Are you into the sales part of it, the marketing, right? So pick the direction that is fun for you and that works best for you. And go into that interview or call a company like ours and, and have your stuff together before you call. 
You know, it's like, it's like when somebody calls me for a job and they say, so what does CBD Expert Global do? And I say, listen, you know, get back to me. <laughs> so under, understand that. I think that's number one. Number two, I think we need to have more solidarity in our industry of the folks that are the market makers. We are truly the market makers where the buyers think it's a buyer's market. The sellers think it's a seller's market. That is the real impasse right there. So when we talk to somebody, we say to them, listen, this is the value of this product. And what are you what are you making with it? So from farm to lab to manufacturer, we do all of that. And at the end, we say, and by the way, we're able to access this uh, international community to be able to market your products. Um, I would just say to everybody, uh, you know, I was going to say when you were doing your intro to that question, buy low, sell high, but that's... <laughs> But that's not necessarily true right now. I believe that um, uh, everything is going to equalize if we all take a deep breath and we continue to work on the real product set, right? So there's a tremendous need from even some of these big box stores that are sitting on their hands waiting for the you know, food stuff and CBD products out there. So I say patience and education is what CBD Export Global and what I've done is I try to read as much as I can, stay educated, and look, we have to get luck to go our way with the masses to have the government understand that this is a life changer. And you already saw that, you know, they want to spend some money and do more investigation, but they need to open up those regulations as we all in this business understand, especially from the farm doing a certificate of analysis to make sure that that product is <clears throat> able, legal to sell and transport. No more of this burning or tilling under a beautiful hemp product that's not compliant. We've got to figure out better avenues to do that. So those are some of the things I think that I think about. And, and by the way, wishing you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. It is a good time to give thanks. Grateful that we have jobs and that we're in this business. And I think the future is bright. We stick together. 2020 could be an amazing year for us. Yeah, I have to. I have to absolutely agree. Um, I'll pipe in here with some with some of our um, and, and contribute to today's words of wisdom. And I've been thinking a lot about this, especially in my interactions with folks like yourself who are working on a global scale and who have been a part of pioneering the way that this industry is going and really solving challenges that are coming up for us. And for those of you guys who are listening to my show consistently, you know um, from listening to our our hundreds of guests here that there are really four key challenges in this industry right now. Um, one, marketing and advertising, banking and, uh, banking and um, merchant processing, um, stable supply chain, and finally is distribution. And when I think about any one of those areas, with the exception of banking, most industries are having the similar challenges. How do we get ourselves in front of the ideal customers or partners that will allow our company to grow and build recognition and trust. Um, the number one thing that I can say to any one of you guys is find out, first of all, what you're passionate about 
and how you want to use your passion to solve a problem and then decide whether you're going to do that independently or whether you're going to join forces with another organization. Um, I will have to second what Mike says here and say that you would be foolish to call and offer your services or inquire about a partnered position if you don't do your homework first. Um, find out and stay plugged into what the current relevant uh, legislation, skill sets, companies. I mean, it's a churn and burn situation right now. A lot of people want to get in, but can't stay in the game. So I highly suggest that you just stay um, plugged into your local communities, but also get involved on a national level and find out what's happening. And then finally is, you know, with your passion, and your ability to problem solve, think about the people that you want to serve and fall in love with them. Uh, so many folks want to be everything to everyone and they're missing the real opportunity to become the taproot in the tree. If you, if you are a tree and you want to grow to be a big old tree, you need a strong taproot. Otherwise, the first gust of wind is going to blow you over. Go deep instead of wide and you'll always be a necessary commodity in this incredible space. Those are my words of wisdom. Um, Mike, I want to know from you, who are the ideal people that you want to create partnerships right now that would bring value to your company or that you feel like you could best serve? Sure. So uh, that's an easy one. So on the farm side, uh, the folks that really understand genetics and they are providing a good quality product, right? So people that know how to farm. On the lab side, you know, it's it's a real race to the to the bottom of of what's going on right there and who's producing what. We, we want to work with ethical, moral uh, labs that are interested in their uh, CGMP certification. If they're not interested in for you know future thinking and forward, it's it's we're going to be stuck with them when the FDA comes crashing down. So we're interested in that. But most of all, we want to select brands that are here for the long term. They've done their homework. Again, homeopathic. They're trying to make a difference. We can help them with our white labeling co-packing facility where we we have an artificial lung that was originally used for in, inhalation, and now it can be tested for vape to certify that the vapes are good. Um, again, 500-kilogram mixers for solid dose, wafer press. So we want to work with brands that are looking for new white labelers, white that you know co-packing facilities that understand the marketing, the labeling, the contents, the ingredients, formulation, so that we can drive those brands again with our marketing and our new platform to the top so that they can sustain. It's about sustainability and survival right now. And, you know, we talk about in our meetings, the little guy goes home with his ball, the, the, the big guys sit, strategize and stay with the program. And we'll, we'll be at the finish line with everybody else that is committed to helping others. So. So just to make sure I understand correctly, you're looking for entrepreneurs who want to start their own brand and you can provide ready-made products or the opportunity to custom formulate both, right? We can, we can do both. And it's not just new, new uh, uh, folks that are interested, not new brands, it's existing brands. Yeah, who are looking for brand, a new supplier. They're struggling because people aren't doing the isolated CBD or distillate right. And we've got, we've got uh, labs that are doing non-solvent and they're decarboxylating uh, I mean it's unbelievable stuff so yeah we would be glad to talk to anybody offline and and again appreciate 
the, the, the platform and you are just the bomb and um, it's our pleasure to be with you today for sure. And thank you very much for everything. Yeah, absolutely. And where can folks find you if they want to get directly in touch? So, yeah. So one thing is it's really, it's, it's nice to be when you're one of the uh, first guys in the company, it's Mike at cbdexport.com, Mike at cbdexport.com. And then our website is www.cbdexport.com. Um, and happy to take uh, uh, any inquiries to help guide those to stay with us to get to the top of the industry. Amazing. You guys heard it here first. If you want more information on how you can work with CBD Export, go ahead and check them out. All of the links and social media handlings will be posted inside of this blog, along with highlights from today's show and the show notes. Make sure that you guys check them out. You never know what you missed. Um, and also, please welcome folks to listen to and share around this particular episode, because I think that it's really important that folks get to hear what is happening and really understand that there are people out there and organizations out there who are working to be ahead of the curve and not behind the curve of compliance as this industry is growing and flourishing. I want to thank you so much, Mike, for being on our show today. And I can't wait to follow your guys' journey. I'm sure there's many points of collaboration for us. Um, And for those of you guys who are listening in on our show, thank you so much for being a part of our community. As you know, it is our passion and mission to help you understand the truth about cannabis and hemp CBD so that you can make empowered, educated decisions about how you want to care for yourself, the people that you love, conditions you may be suffering from, or otherwise preserve and care for that beautiful gift of life that you already have. If you're somebody looking for products that you can depend on delivering the results you're looking for, check us out at medicalsecrets.com. And if you're a budding entrepreneur trying to break into the industry or break through the glass ceilings that you're hitting as an established business, check us out on the Emerald Circle. We are happy to help. Mike, any final words? Well, happy Thanksgiving from CBD Export Global. And uh, have a wonderful holiday, everyone. And Sonia, thanks again. Again, we're really honored to be here. Yes, you're absolutely welcome, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. This I'm your hostess with the mostest, Sonia Gomez. And this is the Hemp Revolution Podcast. We'll see you on our next show, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. We took notes on this episode for you, along with all the links and resources mentioned in the episode. Get them free on the show notes page here at www.medicalsecrets.com. If you love this show and our content, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really want to help us get the message out there, please rate, review, and tell all your friends. With your help, we can continue to reach the world with our message. And until next time, we hope you join the hemp revolution. And we challenge you to dream big and love the life you live.